welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. You're very welcome to our preview show and we're looking ahead to another big weekend of championship action. With the two junior championship semi-finals coming up on Friday and Monday night and we have the replay between Wolf Tones and Pierce Oog in the intermediate quarterfinal and of course the semi-finals all will take place after that game on Saturday in St Paul's. I'm glad to be joined once again by Mark Beatty and he's going to help me look at all three games and as usual, Mark, we'll just we'll take them as they come. Friday night is the first semi-final. Bally Hagen take on Clon Moore in the box at Atlantic Grounds at 7.30. Um, arguably the two best teams left in the competition, Mark, to the two teams. Obviously, Clon Moore won the league and Bally Hagen had ended up coming second. So between league and championship football, they're probably the two best teams in the competition. Yeah, yeah, Bally Hagen came strong sort of towards the end of the league and got themselves uh got themselves promoted bit in College Land. Uh so that would, that would have been a big big momentum boost for them. Uh, plus going through the, the championship stages they seemed to you know they were, they were winning winning a couple of good games or a couple of good wins and uh, they've got themselves here now. Claw Moore sort of moving through the league a bit handier. Uh, winning, you know, winning the league, and uh, you know, saying that Bally Hagen did beat them in in one of the games that that they played each other in the league. So you know, the thing about Bally Hagen and Clon Moore, they're again a bit like Clon Moore against um Blackwater Town and Blackwater Town against College Land. These teams are all in in around each other, uh, the sort of crossover parishes and everything, and amalgamations and stuff like that together. So they, they these two teams know each other really well. Uh, so that, that that adds that, um. But yeah, both teams to me would would have been at the start of the year as the seasons went on. Are probably been the two favourites to, to to win the junior championship. And you mentioned the their league games. Um. Obviously, you said about Bally Hagen beating Clonmore in the league. One of only a few to do so in the league. So I suppose that Bally Hagen they'll have a bit of confidence going into the game that their Clonmore's probably favourites, but having already beaten them, they know that. They can beat them basically. Well, yeah, they'll know each other inside out. They'll, they'll know each, each, all the players will know each other. They'll know what they all can do. So that, that you know, even though Clon will be favourites, Bally Hagen will still feel that, you know, they'll be able to do a job on, on some of their main men um, and, and just win their own individual battles. So that's a big boost for Bally Hagen. Plus, after coming off the back of the summon game, you know, a real tight game going to extra time, that's, that's bound to help. Uh, Bally Hagen as well going into this game, so uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, definitely looking like a real tight, good, good championship match, you know. And you mentioned that uh, the quarterfinals as well, Mark. Obviously, Clon Moore won. I think it was sixteen points in the end, maybe against um against Portmore three fourteen to one four. I think was the final score. Um, and then Bally Hagen had the battle through to someone extra time and everything. So. I suppose we have two teams coming in in very different circumstances. Wally Hagen had to maximise themselves. There was no letting the foot off. They had to get through extra time and just about get through that game while Clon Moore, truth be told, the game was over at half time. So probably come Friday night, whoever wins will say, oh, well, Wally Hagen were bottle hardened. I will say, well, Clon Moore, you know, they had an easier way through. But how does that prepare both teams, do you think, like who who is better off coming into the semi final? Yeah, that that uh, you know, as we seen last weekend, that that's that's sort of hard to, to judge. You know what I mean? It's a, it can be that's a hard one to judge. You know, you could say Bally Hagen after that game, you know that they're they're really going to be coming in here flying, while Clonmore just don't know where they're at. But at the same time, you know, 
Clonmore beat Blackwater Town, who had a massive win against Collies Land. So, you know, Blackwater Town's no mugs. So it was a, it was still a real good win and a real good team performance by, by Clonmore. But in saying that, you, you like to have that real hard, tough championship game behind you. And, and that gets the momentum going and, and, and gets a lot of confidence. Um, and, and, and Ballyhagen will, will feel that they have, they have had that. They have had that real tough game that's preparing them better for, for the Clawmore match. But at the same time, you know, Clawmore is not the favourites for nothing. So they, they are going to, they are coming in this year, winning the league, going through the, 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 the championship so far really well and, and giving a real convincing performance. So against Blackwater Town, so it's a hard one to judge where who is at the best at the best end of it here. But as we seen last weekend, the teams that that hadn't maybe had the challenges, the real tough challenges, struggled at the start of the games. So sometimes if 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 Ballyhead can get at Clonmore right from the start and, and Clonmore maybe not having them real tight games so far, you know, all of a sudden Ballyhead could get a bit of a lead up. But if if Clonmore can keep the game tight and then, you know, they can kick in off that there and, and, and then show, show the performances and the, the, how well they've been playing so far this year. That, that'll maybe see them over the line, you know. And I know that the last time we were talking about the Junior Championship, Mark, we spoke about James McCormack for Ballyhagen and the top scorer in the Junior Championship. He stepped up the last day too, didn't he? He got a, a wonderful goal. I think he got 1-3 maybe throughout the game. And then Peter McGrain as well, I think. Scored a fabulous point towards the end of the, the game. I think was that the the point that looked like the insurance point and the someone yeah, yeah. up the field and, and get another goal. score. Um, so they're, they're the two men that Bally Higgins really uh, looking Bally Higgins, and I'll tell you, I don't think we'll see a better goal in the championship this year than, than McCormick's goal. It was it was just pure class. It was absolutely brilliant. Um. Uh, and watched it over and over again. Actually, the way he picked the ball up and went through, I was, I was just a, I was just a brilliant, but individual play, you know. Uh, and Madrian, of course, he's, he's, he's the whole, he's the driving force behind the team. So yeah, they, they, these guys need to perform. They need to be performing at their best, and and you know for Ballyhagen to get over the line here. But I'm sure Tom Moore will have a couple of players, uh, add up the 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 sort them two out, but. That'll be easier said than done, you know. I think Rory Cunningham picked up Cormac Kieran against Portmore, so he's maybe the man for McCormick, and I'm not sure there'll be a man out the field more picking up McGrain because I know he wears 15, but he does drift back. Maybe not really in a, in a sweeper role, but sort of in a in round midfield. He's a this free is a role. third midfielder sort of thing. He seems to be be picking up there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, that's that's a harder role to to sort of stop somebody because you're always going to be involved. You're always going to be on the ball. You know, and getting on the end of things, so it's it's not as easily, you know, to pick up. Well, maybe McCormick Clone will will think about doubling up or doing whatever to, to try and stop him. But as I say, that that that'll be easier said than done by the performance he put in in the in the quarter final. So, who do you think is going to come through here, Mark? Who's going to the first team into the final? I know what was said about you know it was it was an easy sort of victory for them against Blackwater Town, but. It was a real convincing performance. It was, it, you know, the, the, it was a real team effort. And uh, I would still, I think, uh, Clon Moore is, is my tip against Polly Hagen. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Clon Moore as well. I think the, they've been really convincing all year on that performance against Portmore. I think the, the, the forward line, you know, like to Sean Quigley, Cahill Cunningham really played well that night. They've been attacking half back line. 
that. I think their wing halfback, Cahal McKeon, I think it was, scored five, scored two points, sorry, and Jody Nixon got a goal as well from the halfback. So I'm going to go for Clawmore, but definitely a good way to start the weekend, and it's going to be yeah. a big a big game. Um, on Saturday, then, with the replay, Wolf Tones and Pierre Shogues in St. Paul's at two o'clock. Um, this, the, these two played out really in the weather and everything. We spoke about that on um, Monday's show, Mark. The weather <laughs> didn't open itself to good yeah. football, but these two put in a hell of a battle on, on last Sunday and probably in the end, a draw was a fair result and hopefully they can be, they can reproduce the goods now come Saturday. Yeah, you, you, would, you would hope so. You'd hope that it'll be as entertaining a match as it was last weekend. But uh, it was as, as most games were, it was a game of two halves, you know what I mean? The conditions, uh, Pierce Stokes sort of got a good lead. You, you sort of thought they were maybe going to kick on and win the game fairly handily. But uh, the tones fair play to them, they, they, came, they came out in the second half, really got tore into the, the Oaks and, and they came away, got got the draw in the end. Um, and that, that'll be, that, and that shows the fight that both tones have showed now in the last few matches coming out of the, you know, after getting relegated and uh, coming into the championship, probably nobody really expecting a whole pile from them. But they've 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 got themselves right at the right time coming into the championship and 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 getting leading top in the group and then heading in now and putting in a, a, a powerful performance against Pierce Oaks and they'll need to come out now and back that up again. Which I think they'll have the belief that they will be able to do it because of how well you know they have played. And the performance that they give you, and they know how much they can hurt them. But in saying that, um, the Oaks will probably be kicking themselves that you know they didn't. Uh, once once they got a good lead up, they should have been able to, you know, take more possession the ball and, and slow the game down a bit more. You know, but but I have to say, fair play to Tones for for really kicking on. You know, I think there's five points in it at half time. I think it's one five to yeah. three in favor of the Oaks. On the tones, it, it looked dead and buried because a day like that, Mark, five points yeah. was a big lead at half time. But the change I thought was the tones just seemed to throw the shackles off. They went at the Oaks. And they just their, their transformation at half time was incredible. And the likes of Jonathan McCarran, Ryan McQuillan, Potty Judge, I suppose all their, all their big men, all their leaders all stood up. And that was a big thing for the tones. Yeah. And they'll, they'll be looking to do that from the start this week. They will, they will surely, yeah. But again, if, if it's kind of thing like today, you know, th- these conditions at this time of the year, it's winter football you're sort of hitting into here. And, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. And as we've seen at the weekend, in a lot of games, a lot of teams were, you know, when, when they played with the wind, nasty, they were they were trying to go fall out at it. And uh, if the teams in the first half who, who were against the wind, you know, they were trying to contain things, slow things down, keep the scoring to a minimum. And then try and kick on, and that's 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 what the tones went out and done in the second half. Um, but yeah, um, the big players, you know, Chubby McCarn and and McQuillan, Judge, these these guys are, you know, they've been leading the tones now for years. McQuillan, fair play them, like he, he is, he still got it, like he's he's still there, he's still producing the goods for the tones, and uh, uh Jonathan McCarn as well, like he, 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 there would be one person you wouldn't begrudge. Getting a championship would be would be Tuvi and Anne McQuillan, you know, the two of them have just soldiered there for the tone for years. And uh, you know, there's no reason why they can't go and, and finish the job at the weekend, you know. And the Oaks they'll obviously be with, be with like Connor McNichol who dislocated his knee right at the throw in the other day. And um, so that's that's one of the things they always talk about, Mark, controlling the controllables. You can't yeah, control, yeah. you can't control something like that, like 
we were on the sideline talking. I was talking to a few people, and the all the teams had went through their warm ups, their the last minute speeches, the team talks, and everything. And then suddenly there's a ten minute break, and you yeah, have to go yeah. and do it all again. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a disruption to the start of the game, and obviously, um, send Connor best wishes. I hope he's he's okay. I was talking to him during the game, and he was okay. He was no pain, so um, hopefully he's okay. But stuff like that, Mark, that you can't plan for. It just it comes and throw, throws a, a a big just, problem in your face. It just throws a spanner in the works. You know what I mean? And, and then everyone's all geared and everyone's psyched up, and all of a sudden, you know. That, that something like that happens 10 minutes of a break you don't know when the game's going to start what do you do do you do another warm-up do you keep warm you know it's just it's just one of those things that it's there's nothing you can do about it and it's it's a team that that sort of comes out of that best afterwards which was Pierce Oaks um you know but it is one of those things you hope that it doesn't happen you hope things like that never happen that once that ball's through up you, you just go hammers and tongs for 30 minutes but unfortunately at the weekend that was that was a massive disruption for both teams, but uh, on, on at the weekend it was more of a disruption that seemed to be for for Wolf Tones than it was for Pierce Oaks, but uh, but fair play again as we've already said, you know Wolf Tones they, they came out fighting the second half five points down and and dug in and, and got back and got the draw, you know. As we get into this one, it's a bit like the Bally Hagen and Claw Moore that we were just talking about, Mark. The Tones were luck beat at half time. They come back. Possibly, I thought they should have won the game. A uh, Paul Duffy special equalised at normal time and extra time. So the Tones are coming off it feeling that they threw it away while the Oaks is probably happy that they got a second chance at it. That that sort of preparation, does that does that impact it or does that be gone come Sunday evening and you're just preparing for an A game again? It, it does and it doesn't. You know, it's a bit of it where, where the Oaks, you know, as much as Duffy got the point to get, get that equaliser, you know, um, the likes of um the Oaks, you know, they they should have been thinking well, they were the better team for a long period of the game, you know. So they have to look at it that road, but they just didn't kick on. But at the end, you know, it's 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 sort of it's a hard one to judge really until you're still in the championship. So you've just got to get back to train. You've just got to get get knuckled down this week. Get prepared the best you can. You more or less know what your matchups and all is going to be. So. Really, you know, yeah, it is a, it's a sickener on the night, you know, but really, you know, you just got to get back on that Tuesday night and, and get ready for, ready again for the next game. And that both teams will be doing that. Both, and both teams will totally be believing that they're going to win. They're going to get the win again at the weekend. Um, so I don't think it'll be a, a major part in it, like, because uh, they're still there. Both teams are still there and, and they've still got a powerful chance of, of, of going to the semi-final. And who do you see going through, Mark, into the semi-final? Well, I sort of built the tones up there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still would believe that the Oaks will still have enough to get through. I'd be another really tight game, but um, I would still be be tipping the the, the Oaks to, to make it to the semi final. Yeah, I think hopefully it's as as a good and as exciting as the last day. And I know on the preview show last week, um, I think Barry Flynn went for the Oaks, and I went for the Tones. End up a draw, so we'll do that again this week. Mark, if you're going for the Oaks, I'll go for the Tones and keep them lads happy. So that's that's Saturday, and obviously, the draw will be done on for the intermediate semi finals after that game as well. So that takes us to Monday, then, Mark. It's the second semi final of the junior championship. One team will already be through, so it's all about who's going to meet them. 
It's Conorn against Crinchco here on Monday night at half seven in the athletic grounds. This is a really exciting chance for both teams. Mark um, Clannard, obviously, and we set up this year um, after, I think, was it 10 years ago or something? He's tried yeah, this yeah, one out yeah. here. And Crinchco, it's maybe, you know, it's five, six, seven years from there. We're in the junior finals. So both teams coming from 3B, it's a, it's a really big opportunity for them. It is. It is indeed, yeah. Yeah. For, for ourselves, you know, it's just a we're in bonus territory. You know, anything off this, it's a bonus. You know, we got promoted first year back in it in, in 3B, getting promoted into, into 3A, getting the semi-final of the championship, topping the group that we're in. Um, So, you know, and then obviously beating Kalevi second last weekend as well. You know, it's just bonus territory for Clonarn. And, you know, as much as they'll be going into this game totally believing and expecting to go to the junior final you know as a club as a whole it's just been a brilliant year so far for this for the, the second team um and you've you've had a lot of players got a lot of football a lot of competitive football it's bringing on so many young fellas um and, and bolstered by a few experienced players as well so you know it's just it's it's just been a real plus all around so at this stage Nazi all the players and all the guys involved management the whole lot they're going to be going into this expecting and believing to win the win but for me on a personal you know it, it's been a real just a real bonus bonus for where I say we're in bonus territory whatever happens from here but um we have beat uh to go twice this year so that'll be another reason why, why there'll be a lot of belief in, in winning the game um and I'm sure a lot of people would have maybe been hoping that Bally Hagen and, and Clawmore would avoid it each other and that would have been everyone maybe expecting that as a final but uh, but this this now gives these two teams a real opportunity of, of getting a championship final and you know as I say we, we won twice against them in, in the league but and we talk, spoke about this a couple of weeks ago that the second game was a real nip and tuck game it could have went any road it was hard it was physical and yeah like um, Clowner will definitely be expecting that again on Monday night a real physical game and uh, you know to be fair to Karinsko as well they've come through a couple of real good games um, big win against Newtown in the last round uh, and a lot of people probably wouldn't expect them to come through that game but they did and, and coming from behind as well to win, to win the game so uh, they'll, they'll it's a draw that favoured both of them as well you know it gives now both teams a real incentive that they can go to the final because They'll Thomas Davis are going to totally believe that they're going to be a planner. They'll have a real belief that this is a real, real good opportunity. But at the same time, planner with the, the two wins, the promotion, they, they'll they'll also be believing that they're going to a junior final. So it's a it's an interesting game. It'll, it should be a real tight competitive game. And in terms of uh, momentum, Mark, both teams coming into this game unbeaten in the championship, planner and uh, top their group with wins over Oge and Portmore and then beat Cleve and I know Thomas Davis they obviously beat Ballyhagen in the first round which was a, a massive win for them ended up topping their group and um, then got past Newtown having come from behind like you said so momentum is huge for both teams here both teams the feel good factors in the camp they'll be bouncing into training all week so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one both teams coming in with huge maybe not expectations but huge, huge excitement that this is such a big opportunity. Yeah, well, I'm sure at the start of the year, both teams, 
you know, it would have been both teams would have been trying to get out of three B. That would have maybe been a you know one of the goals for both teams, you know, in hope that they could get out of three B and and just and see how it goes in the championship. See, so but now the two of them got themselves in a position of well, here we are, we're we're we have a chance of going to the junior final. So, you know, the confidence and the the, the buzz around the training and everything, it's it's just fantastic for, for both teams. Um I know for for, for Clan Earn, you know, Lallan's training with 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 seniors, but they're they're training on their own as well. And there's no question that the buzz is there, you know, from from management players, the whole lot, but they know that this is a real strong possibility in their first year. Of, of promotion on a, on, a, on a junior final and I expect that to be exactly the same with Thomas Davis you know that they they see this as a real opportunity so they'll be going to train you know skipping their step you know everyone will be there they'll be gung-ho trying to get their 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 place in, in, the, in for the game and, and hopefully to, for another game in a, in a final which which maybe at the start of the year I'm sure both teams didn't expect for that to be happening you know, but but the opportunities are, and they have to go and grasp it. And you know, you know, it'll, it should as I said, it should end up a, a real cracker of a game. You know, I think that there's huge scoring potential in both teams as well, Mark. Because I know, um, for Crenshaw, Adam Lattern was our player of the week a couple of weeks ago. We got four points in Newtown. Ryan Courtney's back from Canada, and Jordan King, obviously a, a good scoring threat. And then in the Clan Iron um, team, the half-forward line was so impressive the last day. I think James French got six points. Ethan Kenna got two or three, but he, he's uh, chipped in with some massive scores when they really needed them. And Rogan McVeigh, I don't think he scored against Clevey, but he was one of the match. He was, he was in brilliant form. So both teams have good forward lines. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Lachlan will be one to watch. Uh, Clan Iron will, will definitely... I'm sure they'll know they'll know of him. They'll, they'll have seen him, and he's definitely one that we, we'll have to keep a serious eye on. Um, you know, and uh, well, there is there is the solid defenders at Clonard and Hob as well. You know that hopefully we'll be able to do that job. But yeah, the forward line at Clonard in France, when he gets the opportunities, he, he doesn't he 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 doesn't miss a whole pay. Uh, and Ethan is always there for long range freeze he he can strike a ball and you know Rogi is is a guy that you want on the ball he'll always make the right decision with the ball um every time he, he gets it you know that something's going to nearly come of it uh and saying that he takes an awful lot of abuse he's 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 a slight frame and uh but he can take it you know there's no question about it he he he's no problem he doesn't shy away from anything uh so it's great to see him because he would have been on the fringes of the senior team at the start of the year, and but it's been great now that he's came back into this, and he's got a he's got a lot of games, and he's really impressed and it's great. The, you know, he real put a real man of the match performance in the last day, uh, but all over the field, you know, Clanner is is fairly strong. Tom Turbot in defence as well, uh, you know, as spoke about in the, uh, Mafia Michael McCallie too, be strong. Oscar McKegney. So, you no, know, Clanners is fairly strong all over the field, you know, and uh, there's definitely a real confidence about, about them, you know. I think I, I know what you're going to say, but I'll ask you for your prediction anyway, Mark. Who's going to make it through? I think Thomas Davis is <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll I, I have to be uh, going for Clanners. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Clanners too, although I tipped um, Newtown to beat Thomas Davis and 
that threw that back on my face. So yeah. um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's two really exciting um, semi-finals, and both could swing either way. But we've agreed on both of them. It's the intermediate one not that we're separated. Um, but you will see how everything pans out over yeah. the weekend. All three games live on Armagh TV. Um, for anybody that can't make them, and the two hurling semi-finals on Sunday. And the Athletic Grounds live and on my TV as well for anybody that wants to go and watch them. Mark, thanks very much for coming on. Um, and thank you to Capture Athletic for sponsoring the podcast for the duration of the championship. We'll be back on Monday night or Tuesday because of the Monday game um, with a review show. So, Mark, great to hear from you. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thank you, Sean.